0: You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network.
1: Everybody you pull it to the robbery. I love you Fucking big phone! I'm all back to shoot every motherfucking last one of you!
2: Like I'm not wanting to listen back. Yeah, Jenna even like Leaned over at a certain point, it was like, uh, well, no, you said it after the fact, right? Maybe you were like, I saw his phone running, and it said something like two hours and whatever. I didn't know what was happening. Two hours and 20. 28 You thought minutes. you had uh, done it on accident, but no. 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 Do, you, do you always do that with first-run Marvel movies? No, or? I don't.
3: Uh, in fact, I haven't done that since, uh, I think I told you this, when we were talking about Highlander. At least in our Highlander episode. <laughs> Uh, hey, only I get to do that. that I, uh, I was such a fan of the movie. I loved it so much that uh, we had a stereo system hooked up to our TV. Mm-hmm. That's how you got stereo sound back in the day. guys. What? Uh, and, uh, and so I ran the audio through the cassette player and recorded the audio on there. And I would take a Walkman into school and listen to Highlander. <laughs> I liked the movie so much that I did that. Uh, and so that's what I was doing with this.
2: And have you gone back and listened to it since?
3: I listened to it on the way home that night. Now, what, what is the, the purpose? To, to remind yourself to relive to go the experience. Back, well, to go back and, and listen to like if particular dialogue and stuff. Mm, looking for clues. Uh, looking for clues. Yeah. And just did you yeah, find anything? Just, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> because you already I, read the comic book, you found, already knew. I found going through it again. There's a whole lot of action sequences where no one really says anything. <laughs> it's kind of hard to follow. Yeah. So that those parts are a little hard to follow. It's theater of the mind. Mm-hmm. You guys went and saw it like the very next
2: day. Yeah, it was like a Sunday. Well, Joe already knows how it all ends. So I, well, there's no thinking at I've all. I've read sir. the books. That's right. Adjust glasses. <laughs> uh, well, what's the theory? Well, it's not so much a theory. It's just something that she picked up on. Quiet, Jenna. Something that she picked what? up on this second time. I can only do this on the podcast. Um, I'm sure people listening think I wear the pants in the relationship. That is not so. Yeah. So I take this opportunity while uh, she doesn't have a microphone. I can pot her down. Mm-hmm. Um, Potter. <laughs> But she noticed that... Um, well, hold on, though. We, this is about to be a spoiler. Well, we, Should we, we save... Will,
3: yeah, we, maybe we'll just save this You know what? The end. For the listeners who... Just she... like a Marvel movie, Ooh. wait till the end, there and uh, there's, there's Infinity War spoiler. We'll have a post-credits yeah. uh,
2: Infinity War spoiler talk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, so if you don't care about this movie, or <laughs> the next 45 minutes, <laughs> skip ahead to hear some Infinity War skip talk. Skip
3: ahead to, and then you should just insert, like when you're editing together... At this point, go, oh, right 522. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of production do you think I do on these podcasts? You're lucky I, you that do, they actually make really them. Great. Did fun. I tell you how much I cracked it I went back and re-listened you to our, your Hunter from the Future episode. Well, yeah, who wouldn't? And at the end of the episode ends with the fucking theme song to the movie. Because you called it out. Like, totally forgot I had done that. <laughs> it's like five minutes, and I'm listening to it at the end. I'm like, well, fuck, now I have to. So I'm listening. Because a listener will and be expecting. And then music hits, and I, fuck, I cracked the
2: fuck up in my car. It's actually a better song on second listening. <laughs> yes. I was kind of head-bobbing. I was like, this is the best part of the episode. I
3: told you, it's the best part of the movie is the music. It's what it did right. Uh, all right, so uh, so Infinity War. Infinity War. Skip to the end.
2: And we're back. And we're back. That was some awesome Infinity War talk we just had.
3: Hey, what'd you do this weekend?
2: Oh man, really? I can't get away from this. <laughs> I was
3: talking to Danny. I was hoping. <laughs> what did we do this? Uh, weekend? I
0: wrestled after I saw Infinity War. <laughs>
3: did you? Did that pump you, you up
0: for your show? Up? Kind of.
2: Yeah. Were you wrestling for a particular uh, Marvel character in mind? No. Oh, I'd have to go back and think. <laughs> I,
3: I like. I like to think that Danny like looks up, like he takes a clothesline and then like gets up and he's like, "You should have gone for the head." Well, yeah. a clothesline <laughs> does kind of go for the head. It's more of a, uh, whatever. It's the neck. Yeah. The neck area. Um, Yeah, so exciting stuff mm. going on all over the place. Is there? Uh, Infinity War, yeah. lighting, lighting fires. Got Deadpool and, uh, coming up in a couple of Deadpool. weeks. Got Solo. Solo coming up after that, which... How, how are we feeling about we're Solo? We're
2: excited about that, man. We watched a featurette earlier, Jenna and I, and we're like, why aren't people, why are people dogging on this? It's great.
3: Was, I was a little excited, and then... I recently watched a movie called Beautiful Creatures. Mm. With uh, Jennifer Lawrence? With uh, Aiden Aldenreich. Or oh, what, is he whatever his name? Well? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's horrible. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Well, that he's, was before that acting coach that Ron Howard, Howard hired for him. <laughs> oh, Hopefully, Ron it Howard that. hired. Because he's supposed to be doing like a southern accent in this movie. Oh, yeah. And he's British. Oh, is he? Uh, yeah. Oh, who is he, isn't? And he's... Yeah, that's <laughs> right. I know, right? Chris Evans. Chris Pratt. That's a good point. Um, no, so uh, so yeah, he's doing a southern accent in this movie, and it's god awful. Hmm, all right, well, and I just—I mean, I know Han Solo doesn't isn't mean his southern. acting
0: uh, is bad. Speaking speaking of god awful southern accents from British, did, did I assume you've seen the cut scenes from uh, Last Jedi? No, the deleted scenes where no. Tom Hardy has a cameo as a what stormtrooper? What? what? Oh, yeah. I heard about that. They show and his face though. He he has a like a breadneck accent and it's I like no wonder they cut it wow yeah. interesting. because me and my wife Tom Hardy's both of our favorites yeah I love so that. like we're like where where was Tom Hardy's cameo in that and then it's on the dvd and <laughs> it's awful <laughs> what the it's fuck? it you'll you'll see this scene and be like what 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 weird why did choice. they even think to do that yeah that's interesting. Interesting. I wouldn't that's have even
2: put that on the extras <laughs> don't even tell right, yeah. people that that was ever filmed <laughs> it was
3: bad yeah, uh, I have yet to see any of those. No. I'm, I'm I, interested. I haven't watched the extras on a Blu ray or a DVD in forever. Well, I haven't since, owned a Blu ray since in I forever. became a father. Oh, yeah. Dude, I unloaded like 75% of my DVDs and Blu rays and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just what'd you get for like fifteen dollars for a th- problem? Three hundred and forty-five. Nice. No, dude. I mean when you think of how much you spent to put that stuff together, right? But
2: still, just the fact that it has that value, yeah. Because
3: much like cars, like the minute they're
2: off the shelf, like the value diminishes. You, you buy cars from a shelf? That's, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: Toy cars, Joe. Hot Wheels. <laughs> Uh, no, so I, I, I'm excited as a comic book fan. I'm excited to see like just all the talk. When when I was 13 years old, I think it was 13 Shh, years old when I first read Infinity Gauntlet, you know, and realizing like all this stuff that's going on. Reading the books leading up to it, Silver Surfer and Thanos. So it's it's really cool right now to be you know alive in this this moment where Thanos is on screen. People are know learning about name? the Infinity Gauntlet storyline. Right.
2: We watched the whole. What, about an hour's worth of YouTube content, trying yeah. to figure out like, okay, where did all the Infinity Stones come from? Where are they now? Yeah. How did they get there? Uh huh. Because I'd forgotten.
3: Did you? Well, I'd forgotten Thor: Dark World. Because <laughs> everybody, should yeah. most forget. people did. Dude, thank God for Ragnarok, or else that whole franchise. Yeah, that whole would've franchise would've been... was bad. And he's yeah. one of my favorite characters now. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he's so good. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So, I need to share just a little bit of something, something here. Okay. I have to go in for a sleep study. Oh, my boss has been doing these. I'm terrified. Like hey, the you thought won't of, sleep at all. the thought, terrified. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like. I'm not going to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. I can barely fall asleep in my own bed um, <laughs> because I still don't want to fart around my wife, <laughs> and oh, that, I feel like I'll do that in my sleep. Well, that barrier got lifted long ago in this household. <laughs> I'm farting right now. Actually. So, so my like, wife threatens divorce to if be like you're doing it. <laughs> to be to be in like some lab or whatever and be hooked up to things and people like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't I, like. Have, has anybody else done that? Have you guys? No, no. We're I know.
2: Oh, that's right. Jenna's dad had to do that. Yeah, they have a home version of that
3: game that you can take. That's home. what the doctor was telling me, but he said that uh, because of the results of my test, he really wants me to go in uh, for to two two you. overnight sleep studies. It'll be fun. Uh, yeah, I guess. So I, okay, I guess it wasn't as big a deal, but no, that like is kind of a big it, deal. it. Terrifies me. I, I I don't know if I'll be able to do it, and then I won't get like you know actual results. I'm
2: picturing it's like an, an all white room, like at the end of 2001, a space odyssey or something, and uh, like th- you won't be able to sleep because the lights will be on the entire time. Yeah, it'll be like a, a
3: pane of glass windows, two way mirrors where they're watching you. I, I, I like I'm imagining a big adult size, be- like a big bed, like a king size bed, but with like a baby like like mobile over it and stuff. <laughs> Uh, little They're little like lullabies. Playing a whale's mating <laughs> on a loudspeaker whales to get mating. You, you know ooh. Oh oh God oh <laughs> whales talk. You get me so hot <laughs> Uh, This is the Editing Bay on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name's Joe. Mine's Joel. And this is where we come to talk about movies. Sometimes they're good movies, sometimes bad movies, no matter what the case. Every week we will watch a movie and then come back here and talk about it with each other. uh, Tear it apart, see what it did right, what it did wrong, and see if we could put it back together again. Uh, We invite you to take part in the discussion by going to Facebook, uh, typing the Editing Bay in the search bar, and uh, bringing up that image of the woman with bleeding eyes. Click on that, Mm -hmm. and that's where you could join us in the discussion. Or... If you're hardcore, you join us here in the studio, like yeah. our guest for tonight. Doom, we doom, have doom, Danny Nichols, Hi. Uh, formerly of the uh, MVP podcast. Yeah, there you go. That, uh, that used to run on the network. You could probably still subscribe to it right? Yeah, and listen to past episodes. There. Yeah. Um, if you want
0: to hear about sports from three years ago.
2: Yeah. <laughs> or wrestling. We talked a lot of wrestling. I do always think that's weird. There's like a whole ESPN classic channel where they show like football games yeah. from 1975. And yeah. it's like who is getting enjoyment the from The people this? who played in those games. <laughs> the <laughs> ones who are still alive. Their L Bundy moments. They're all concussed yeah. at this point. Yeah. Is that channel still around? I think so, yeah. I don't,
0: I don't have it. No,
2: most people don't, I imagine. <laughs> it's like channel 5090 right. I
3: wish they, had, they would expand more on that like they had like, uh, like C-SPAN classic <laughs> so we could get some of that see the Watergate hearings not, from, no, uh, not even the Watergate hearings like just the most like uh, mundane like alright uh, right, it's the Sheboygan oh, right. the <laughs> Sheboygan City Council alright do we want to put sidewalks in like that kind yeah, of shit for all those political nerds yeah mm-hmm. Yeah. so uh, uh, what the fuck was I talking about oh we got
2: Danny Nichols yeah
0: back behind a mic three years later
2: welcome welcome and, uh, and also. Days. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, oh, I was going to say. Go also, uh, the chooser of this week's of this week's film. Did, well,
0: did y'all really base that on me? Yeah. All right. You. Yes. Uh,
2: I think we had two recommends, but you were the first one who were, was adamant about it, and then said, "If you do it, I need to be on this episode." <laughs> well, yeah. So I kind of clenched it right then and there. Yeah, you ask,
3: and uh, we don't.
2: Ar- well, when Arlie Ermy died, everyone was like, "Oh, Full Metal Jacket." I'm like, "Screw that." He That's wasn't so saving stereotypical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to say the Frighteners because I didn't
3: enjoy him there. That's what I was thinking of too. I thought but of the Frighteners. He's
2: kind of playing the same role. Yeah, he's the same thing. He's a. He's a dr- Sergeant. Well, in this one, I mean, like, yes, he's still, he's still a kind an of alpha male. Yeah. but At least he was. There was a, coach a movie called
0: uh, Megiddo. It Megiddo? A, yeah, it was the sequel to the Omega Code. Oh, and, and uh, he plays the president, but he's just <laughs> himself as the president. He was in
2: Seven. <laughs> he was in Seven. Yeah, he That's was. right. Yeah, yeah. He's he's got a couple small roles in everywhere.
3: Yeah. Oh, what's your favorite Arlie Ermy role? What? Not, notwithstanding, <laughs> like, what's your favorite? As Brisco County Junior's father. Oh yeah, Is yeah. that True. He was Briscoe County. The the Bruce Campbell show. Uh, he gets gunned down within the first five minutes of that that pilot, and that's when Bruce Campbell has to like take over and and collect oh. all the uh, all the the criminals that that killed him on their way off the Interesting. train. Interesting.
2: Yeah. I have a soft spot for him in the uh, Toy Story movies, where he does oh, the yeah. voice of uh, oh, yeah, that's right. a. Little green Wasn't army soldier. Wasn't he in
0: uh, one of the Chainsaw Massacres?
2: Yes, that was another yeah. recommendation. That uh, sorry, didn't make didn't. <laughs> if you had had one more vote for that film, it would have been tied. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> the 2003, I guess the remake. Uh-huh. Apparently, he's in. I think he's the father. Is he? It might be the father. Wow, I we'll have to go back and reach. It. Coming soon to an episode of the editing bay. Is it? Really? Maybe. I don't know. I say that a lot, Joe. And <laughs> you, then... you, you know what I, I like about this is that you keep your bases covered. That's right. You've always got us covered. Because
3: w- then when we do it, I can go back and say, see, I predicted it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Nostradamus. That's right. Uh, all right. So we are talking about Saving Silverman. That's right. Which I am immediately disappointed in because <laughs> it stars neither Sarah nor Jonathan Silverman. <laughs> 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 uh, when, when did this movie come out? It was like 1999. Is, uh, or... Yeah. Yeah. I have 2,000. Or wait, two, 2000? Actually, 2000,
0: IMDb 2001 says, says 2001. Yeah, right? because it came out the beginning of my senior year. I graduated in oh. There wow. you go. Because this was our movie when we were seniors. Oh, like, God. Yeah. <laughs> There's no reason for it. We just watched it's it one just... night, and it was the stupidest thing ever. So we watched it every time we got together. That's so funny. What <laughs> yeah. was
3: yours? What Because was... we had one like that, too. In like, senior year, we watched this one movie over and over and over again. Um, and I'm, I'm wondering if it's the same one.
2: No. I'm trying to think of what came out in 96. I'm, like I'm aging like... myself here. Uh, Independence Day.
3: No, what, what was your film? Uh, we didn't have one like Pulp Fiction. That. We watched Ooh. Pulp Fiction all the time my senior year. Yeah, yeah. And it's with the stories that you've told me about, like taking your mom to go see Pulp Fiction, <laughs> like I really would have thought, like, oh yeah, I bet, I bet he's. I did love that film, but
2: it was uh, when you live in a household with like one TV and everybody has to watch what's on at the same time. Uh-huh. I'm Not getting a lot of replays <laughs> of Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Before going to but Sunday mass, but what did mass. you watch
3: with your friends? Did you hang out with your it's friends? Independence Day, man. Really? That that movie that came movie out was like... big. Actually, that's true. That was like that was, 97 no, that or was ninety. That was, 96. Yeah, that was, was ninety six. That was a lot
2: of Jurassic Park. I remember that along. but that was ninety four. Yeah, this is going nowhere. <laughs> but if you were going to say like <laughs> a movie that's not that great, but kind of has to do with teenagers, um, mm-hmm. I mean, like I love can't hardly wait. Yeah, we did that on this. Was that our lost episode? Yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> so good luck. Don't listen to our Can't Hardly Wait episode.
3: It doesn't exist. Because you can't. Um, all right, so Saving Silverman, 2001. Yes, that's right. Um, definitely a product of the 90s. Uh, kind of like <laughs> the, how we talked about Empire Records. The soundtrack like, certainly is. It's, it's, tra- it's tragically 90s. Um, in, in that the characters are not developed. Like, they, they are types. They're not quite characters, sure. but they're types. Uh, And they're types that you've seen in a lot of movies around this time. Um, There's a whole lot of dialogue that explains the relationship between characters, but you don't actually see that relationship between them. There's one point where Steve Zahn, uh, who plays the character Wayne, uh, he, he approaches Jason Biggs, who plays Darren, and I think literally at one point in the conversation they're like, Hey man, I mean, you know, I've been your best friend for five years, and you know, you've you've really got to get over this. Hey, I'm not going to date Cynthia Perkins or or whatever. Like yeah. they 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 say the motivation, they say exactly what's supposed to be Hell, happening. They have being, a whole
2: flashback. They have a whole uh, intro where it shows them as children. They're like, oh, we were best friends, and here we are growing up. Yeah, it's just to to
3: further drive it home. Usually with a movie like that, like if you're going to balance the the storyline like that, uh, it might like come back around to what they did in the very beginning. And it kind of doesn't like there's that very loose, like Neil diamond thread that's going on (laughs) in this movie, but it's not as strong as like in something like, uh, like Detroit rock city Mm. where it's these kids, they're into kiss and kiss kind of motivates what's going on throughout the film. Uh, Neil diamond seems like, okay, we want these guys to be fans of someone who can we get Neil diamond. Okay. Let's write in for them to be a Neil diamond cover band. Yeah. Um but this movie cracked me the fuck up. Like yeah. like it, it it really it really did.
0: Right, like, it's one of those stupid movies where you're like this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen and yeah. I can't stop laughing yeah. at it. Yeah. It did and have it,
2: some uh, Jack Black. That guy just walks onto the screen. And this was yeah, cuz this
0: was before Jack Black's superstar Yeah. Too. It was young.
3: It tubby was, this, Jack it was Black. Orange County. Mm-hmm. Like those were kind of his first and, his and, first uh, film roles. When
2: did uh... When did the uh, John Cusack movie come out? Oh, high fidelity? high fidelity. That came out. I think that
1: was
0: before this. Yeah, break. I think was it really? was.
2: I think that was ninety eight. No, two thousand. But oh, you're it was right, a year before. Oh wow, right in that sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. I think
0: Shallow Hal is what, where he was.
3: It kind of propelled
0: yeah. him. <laughs> did Shallow Hell propel anybody? <laughs>
3: Jack Black. I We're guess so. Kenneth
2: Paltrow's weight. Yeah. It was fat you suppose we could they, they can't make that movie nowadays no I, think they, they, no, I was thinking about that one time
3: like I, I think they they kind of did I was talking with Sarah last you know? night and she went and saw that uh, I feel pretty Ugh. oh with uh, with Amy Schumer, Amy Schumer and she was comparing it to Shallow to Hell Shallow she's Hell? like okay so there, here's the thing you know it's a, it's not about a dude who sees a fat girl but sees her skinny and is and like that's the beauty like She's actually just like becomes. She becomes okay with her. She doesn't look in a mirror and see a skinny version of herself. She sees who she is, but she likes it. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. That and is nice. I guess I see the parallels a little bit. Yeah, on, on I feel that. like shallow hell is a little more fat shaming. It's a little more shallow than <laughs>
0: shallow hell. Was everything shaming? Oh, really? Right? He, he had the fat, the ugly, like all of
2: them. Oh, I guess you're right. Yeah, he he, he was an equal opportunity discriminator. Uh huh. The discriminator. <laughs> uh,
3: all right, so. Saving Silverman, mm-hmm. uh, with no Jonathan, no Sarah. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> really bitter time. about that. I'm huh? very <laughs> bitter about that. At least have a Silverman in your movie. Um, so these, so these guys are tight. They have a, a Neil Diamond cover band. Um, we know Steve Zahn is um, he, he kills rodents and stuff. He's an exterminator. That's right. Um, and what is it? What does Jack Black do? What's his job? He was at Subway, but they. Fired they fired. Him. That's right. Him. That's right. He graduated from SU, oh my god. Subway University. Oh my god! Uh, and so they're they're out. They finish playing a gig, and some chick is like listening to them play, and she's totally like giving Jason Biggs the eyes. They finish their tune. He walks over to her, like just a normal dude. He's like, "Hey, how are you? Do you want to get together? Like, go grab a cup of coffee." And she like laughs him off. She's like, "No." Like that didn't that seem a little overreaction? On on her part, on, on her part, yeah. Uh,
2: well, I think they're clearly they're just trying to kind of set him up that yeah. this guy has no game, even with a either chick, no
0: game or no luck. Like there you like. go, yeah. Uh,
2: even, even with a girl who's like dating a mime, like mm-hmm. he's not that. Well, he is in a Neil Diamond cover band, so yeah. <laughs> it's not like the ladies are flocking. Although I have seen him in concert. You have you have seen Neil Diamond? Yeah, yeah. on purpose. Uh, <laughs> yes. Wow, it was—it's one of those things where, um, much like Paul McCartney, oh, we got tickets to see. Uh, Paul I would McCartney go see Neil Bergman coming up, Jesus. Because it's like, well, at a certain point, you're like, man, they're going to die soon. So it's like, I want to be able to say that I saw them <laughs> and heard these songs sung by that guy. And your, your levels
3: not. of Caucasian will never <laughs> cease to surprise me. <laughs> That is mighty white. We've got um uh, tickets to uh to 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 Paul uh next Paul, week Paul McCartney Barry Manilow uh, Barry Manilow and uh, speaking of can't hardly wait and then uh, we're gonna see uh, Michael Bolton.
2: <laughs> oh please, sir! I do have some standards. Kenny
3: Kenny G. I would
2: see Kenny G though. Yeah, yeah you man, would. The dude's awesome. <laughs> dude's awesome. Hey man, he's got at least at least here's somebody who's not like a DJ just like punching keys on a keyboard, hitting play. Yeah, dude's got some skills. He can play some. What can you? Blow into anything, Joe? Yeah, I can. Long and cylindrical. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Michael so, Bolton's so one you favorite.
3: say, Michael Bolton and uh, and Kenny G? You'd prefer them over someone like, you know, Avicii?
2: Oh wow! wait dill of the Speak, speak dill of the dill of the bed. <laughs> speak dill of the end. Got that part out, Jeff. <clears throat>
3: An Avicii song. Name one right now. I cannot. <laughs> okay, thanks. Uh, brother? I didn't even oh, know. Hey, you know? brother. Is that how it goes? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think so. That sounds like the
2: Red Robin theme
3: song. Red <laughs> Robin. <laughs> Yum. Dude, that's the, the Red Robin people probably hunted him down. Oh, you think? You know, yeah. All, uh, that's my uh, that's my theory. I thought it was the Russian that's, spies. That's my tinfoil hat theory on mm-hmm. Avicii. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Darce. <laughs> <Sure. laughs> this will be a f- fitting tribute on our In Memoriam segments. Uh, guys, okay. Saving
2: Silverman. Thoughts? Um, so uh, we haven't really kind of spelled out the plot here, uh, because I do not recommend people see this film. I'm sorry. I know you guys thought it was funny. Uh, maybe it was. It w- Joe, was this your first time seeing it? This is my first time seeing it. Okay. Let me, let me say that
3: okay. I found it funny, mm-hmm. but much like Amanda Peet, Mm-hmm. I felt like there was really nothing special about this movie. Oh no! Yet it was still compelling to look at. Oh, like I don't understand. I I had this weird thing about Amanda Peet. Like she turns me off. What? But I can't stop looking at her at the same time. I'm like, huh? Jenna's huh. shaking her head over here in agreement. I, I have to wholeheartedly disagree. Really? I'm a
2: fan. Wow. I I, I actually thought um, she was one of the better casting she's, choices in this.
3: She's like cardboard.
2: She really? Yeah. She's no. Just like a, well. This Have you seen her in slate. anything else besides this? I though? saw
3: her in some like Diane Keaton movie once. I saw I her in
2: those whole
0: nine and ten yards. Movies. Oh, that's oh, right. That's she right. was
3: in those. She's Bruce
2: Willis's. Uh...
0: Yeah.
3: What What is it that she did in those movies again? Uh, well, that's a, listen. She's exactly. always supporting <laughs> right. her role in that. But I think it's I think
2: it's very difficult to try to find it. Quite Jenna. It's try hard to, to outshine Matthew Perry. <laughs> 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 to try to find an actress who um, can be because here is a... She she reminds me of Parker Posey. Like Parker Posey, you kind of love to hate, right? We've yeah. seen her in things where she's playing a villain, um, also attractive, but also uh, there's something about like Jem. You can Jem t- in, <laughs> in the hologram. That's
3: right. Oh yeah, she was the the, the musical. Well, no, that was Juliet
2: Juliette Lewis. Oh fuck, that was
3: wasn't Parker Posey in it? I thought Parker Posey was in that. I too. think
2: we're getting her and Juliette Lewis yeah. confused, but yeah, same she, person she could have played. She may have been my recast actually. <laughs> I that's think I think be. she was. <laughs> I think you're right. Um, but I think in real life, Parker Posey is. Probably pretty cool, right? Don't you think? Like, to, I
3: don't know. There's something probably I've noticed. Like, you know, she'll probably, you, she'll probably judge your record collection. Uh,
2: but I <laughs> I think... And Joe, maybe tell me if I'm wrong. Hung, You're wrong. You've hung up with a, a lot of
3: actors. You're <laughs> the ones who can play... Parker Posey will spend 12 hours telling you about how your choice in fucking uh, coffee shop sucks. You think so? No, yeah. I just
2: think that's the character she plays. I think in order to... Play that kind of a mean character, you can't be that mean in real life. You have to
3: have suffered at the hands of it.
2: Uh, uh, I don't, I'm not even going to oh. go that far. Maybe, no. but I think you have to have a little more awareness and maybe realize that you're playing. Like the, uh, conversely, I don't think the opposite is true. I don't think like Catherine uh, Heigl a good example. Like she's just not a good actress. Well, she's just not so a good she person. Couldn't, she couldn't yeah, play terrible human. She's a terrible anime. human, a well. a terrible human yeah. in, in real life. But you'll never see her play like a villain or an antagonist in a movie. She's always got to be the heroine, the pretty blonde flipping her hair, right? Mm -hmm, Yeah. Whereas I think the Parker posies and the Amanda Peets of the world are much more interesting because I think they are pretty cool in real life and that
3: they're able to play the. I I had a lot of fun watching her kind of play. I prefer Amanda Peet version 2.0, a.k.a. Mm -hmm. Lake Bell.
2: Uh,
1: (laughs) All right.
3: right. (laughs) I think she's far more talented, way more compelling. I
2: don't know. I saw a show, I'm a big Aaron Sorkin fan, and she was a lead on that. that ill-fated... What was it called? Studio, Studio 60. 60 on the Sunset Strip. She was mm-hmm. one of the leads in that. And she's fantastic. With Matthew Perry. Also yes. with Matthew Perry. Oh, just making the connection.
3: And Bradley Whitford. I don't know. I, I had fun watching her. You... you More so than Jason Biggs, the pie fucker. Treated very unfairly by the production team and her, her producers, the directors. Like... It, She's constantly wearing stuff with like plunging She's necklines. Tons of side boob. Somebody was just like, I love your side tit. I think so. I'm going to put you in shirts with lots but of side tit. But you know what?
2: Tit. This whole film is kind of misogynistic because uh, all the female characters are just... Uh, uh, They're object- objectified. Objectified. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like the you last... treat
3: objects <laughs> like, like women,
2: women man. man. The last <laughs> quarter of the film, we've got uh, Sandy, the heroine, just like, Oh, Sandy. Topless. First of all, she's like in her bra and panties in that one scene. Uh-huh. And then the next time we see her, oh, what are these clothes? Oh, I had to borrow them from my sister Well, did you guys, because I watched the Rated
0: R version. Oh. Uh, oh no, Sandy Parkers in the laundromat, she's butt-ass Completely naked. Completely yeah. naked? Oh, wow. damn. Wow.
3: I downloaded yeah. the wrong version. I yo. didn't, Sorry there was that. there was no laundromat no, scene. No, this is PG-30. Oh, yeah. You yeah. Got the director's cut.
0: R- after they, their clothes are all wet. When they, oh, uh, yes. oh, when
3: they, she dives in to get him. Yeah. Interesting. There's a oh. scene
0: in the rated R version where they're in the laundromat just drying their clothes. And- oh,
3: damn. Even in the realm of a comedy, a wacky comedy, uh, like the time frame of things that are going on in this movie is so insanely accelerated. <laughs> when he says at, at the end that it's, that it's only been a week, we realize <laughs> from the time, then
2: it's like... Oh wow! You're much more horrible than I thought you were. Everybody is
3: horrible in this (laughs) movie. All suck. Yes,
2: they're all bad people. Sandy was going to be a nun, and now she's throwing that all away for some for some strange. Uh huh. And uh, he was going to marry Amanda Pete, and now he's all back on his uh, high school. Amanda Pete's horrible. She's horrible. But Steve Steve Zahn is like
3: sticking his finger in her mouth, and like that's his buddy's fiance. That's right. Oh shit!
2: I didn't pick. Yeah, and then they kind of end up together at the end. Right. Which is weird. Jack Black, I, I don't
3: know. I, he, was just, he was
0: just involved in this whole thing where, uh, and then the coach probably shouldn't
3: have involved him in it. The yeah. Arlie Ermy character, the reason we're watching this movie, like <laughs> kills a man, right? Yes. Kills a man, then like is telling his students, like killer. I love that killer. Love that scene. And then they're like, we ate her. He's like, perfect crime. <laughs> Then, like, at the end...
0: Realizes they have done ...marries Jack
3: Black, and, like, this character is dancing and, like, you know,
0: singing along with Neil Diamond at the end. Well, not to mention they broke him out of prison, so, like, is he not going back to prison? That's right. Yeah. Do they not see him singing on stage with Neil Diamond? Like, that guy just broke out of prison.
3: It's okay.
2: By the way, that scene of him, like, standing up, he seemed like... He was miserable. Like everybody else (laughs) there was trying to have a good time, and he's like, "I'm I'm too old for this." I was in the Full Metal Jacket. I was in Full Metal Jacket,
3: and now here I am being backed up by Neil D'Onofrio, guys. That's right. Um, He'd never be in this film. Okay, so they kidnap Amanda Mm Peet. That whole idea is: well, first they try to get her to break up with him with Jason Biggs by like doctoring up pictures and (laughs) shit, which I I thought was kind of fucking hilarious. Another excuse to show half naked ladies, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then. They decide to kidnap her, so that way he'll fall in love with this Cindy... His old high school fling. Sandy Perkis of the Family Circus. (laughs) His his one and only... As he claimed. I did like that that flashback <laughs> like where we Sandy find out where Burkus. she's been because they set up that like, her she, she's from
2: a family of, of circus freaks. And her dad's a strong man. Her mom's a bearded lady. And then the brother's the
3: dog boy, dog <laughs> face boy,
0: <laughs> which I didn't know. Is that really a circus thing or did they just create the dog just face?
2: A freak boy? show. It, that's,
3: that's an inquirer cover story. Yeah. Like, it was like <laughs> bad
2: boy, dog boy, but the amount of like money they spent on prosthetics yeah. for two shots. <laughs> Of that kid.
3: Where's Don our Boy budget gonna go? And then, uh,
0: make that kid look like a dog.
3: There and then go. what was the name of her trapeze artist boyfriend? Oh, oh, uh, oh it's uh, I got, it, I got it right here, <laughs> Luigi Panini.
2: Luigi <laughs> <laughs> uh, Panini. At shit like point that. in the film, you're either like in or yeah, you're out. shit like and the that, way man, he,
0: he dies, at. like. He's just, Hands full of yes. hair gel. I <laughs> guess he was he was very vain.
2: Yeah, and, uh, and about Italian. Be, that's right. He about
0: <laughs> so he had his, all that uh, hair gel. Couldn't get away with that these days. <laughs> no, a lot of things. I in feel like you could. I feel like the Italian yeah, store just, just came so, back. Yeah, so. it's exactly. A good point. It's a good point.
3: Um, yeah. So there, there are definitely parts in this movie that are so they're like delightful. I, I laughed pretty good at. I think this movie frustrated me more as just from a writing standpoint. I know that's not the kind of thing you really need to pick apart on a movie like this but i can't help it i'm i i'm like man okay motivations they're they're broadcasting it through the dialogue uh the time frame is completely screwed and just the the lack of the lack of forethought in the plan like it's movies like this frustrate me because i'm like okay it's a simple thing like these are simple things that and i know they're not supposed to be the brightest guys in the world but just little simple details that you could still write around in a more clever way um you know like putting him in the the bird costume to deliver the food and she already knows who it is everybody knows it. she she saw them when they broke into the house to get her right she knew who they were yeah clearly obvious right so that that's just little things that kind of padded the movie that didn't it didn't need to be there um Steve Zahn doing the the yoga yoga solo <laughs> trying to go down on himself i guess <laughs> yes like that was, it wasn't really nice. I didn't need to see Steve Zahn's naked. I ass. do love
0: the setup for when they he sends JD in there with the bird costume, like, put this on. Well, What am I going to wear to work? <laughs> Your work clothes. <laughs> tomorrow's Casual, casual Friday. Friday. <laughs> that is a nice line. I
3: did love that Kyle Gass was in this fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, like in the in the first bit where he goes to hit on Amanda Peet. Funniest Pete. I've ever seen him. Oh my god. <laughs> so Tenacious D. This is the first Tenacious D film. Oh oh yeah. yeah. Uh, no wait. Yeah, that was two thousand two. Yeah.
2: Pick of Destiny.
3: Maybe later. will have to look that I up. I think Pick of Destiny was 2000, 2007 or that's 2008. There we go.
0: And he was also in Shallow Hell as well. Yeah, that's
2: right. Oh, yeah. Oh, 2006. That. You six. You're right, Joe.
3: Because well, it's the pick. Coming soon pe-
2: to an episode of the editing. Is it? Babe, right? Wow. Yeah, it's on the list. Not next week. Someday. No.
3: No. Oh, you got a movie for it's next too week? Much, too much Jack Black. Oh, oh yeah. We're right. We need to space like it out, out that. I, I feel like we can't do a comedy. That's all. I feel like we probably can't do a comedy again. So you Take luck. Stay
0: tuned.
2: Stay is that where you're watching? Because that was a good one. <laughs> John Ritter. I did. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, God. I did enjoy the nuns. I like the scene with the nuns. Where they're all working out. To, uh, that Sandy's, uh, she's about to be a nun. Wrinkle in the story. So
3: why was she back in town?
2: Uh, like, they didn't say. They they were done touring. Like She, she just showed over. up
3: and so was her family backed is I, I I missed that if they talked about it there was I a throwaway line about their, her family starting a new business right oh yeah. they're making their millions on the internet at circusfreak.com. that's what it was right. started a website and that went nowhere. like I thought maybe that was a like that was a hint to the audience like hey go to circusfreak.com because nope. there's stuff there well uh, well dude I don't think they would still have a website you don't think that. so, dude, so you you're think still too? gonna pay for the hosting <laughs> <laughs> we pay for, for the hosting for this, for the yeah, editing, bay. Because we still produce material for <laughs> it. Yeah, but if it. we
2: can afford it, surely some producer can afford it. All right, so what is it? Circus? Circusfreak.com. Freak. Freak. I bet you that fucking. Guy. Some kind of porn. I know, right? Clown porn. Oh, uh, this domain name has just been registered
3: for one of our customers. <laughs> Why don't you look up a cached version of it? Somebody's. Go to the Wayback Machine, the it. Internet Wayback Machine. Right, you know, or whatever we'll do this later. I don't have time. All right, so. hey. Nobody cares. <laughs>
2: But the nuns working out did, uh, did give me a little chuckle. Uh-huh. Oh, that mm-hmm. she's, uh, she's free, free lifting. That's all I got. Really. <laughs> <laughs> just the nuns. Clearly you guys enjoyed this film a little more than well, I did.
0: Well, I feel like if I were watching it for the first time at this age, I probably would have thought it was the stupidest thing ever. It's, but, yeah. This <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, we, we have watched movies that are just as juvenile uh, for this podcast. Like and, what? And I've uh, Porky's? Ah, yeah, poor yeah. is Uh is What's the wrestling one that you made me watch? No with, Holds uh, Barred. It's down there. No, not, no the good one. Oh, oh the good
3: one. <laughs> uh... Ready to Rumble? <laughs> yes, Ready to Rumble. That's the good one. <laughs> with the other dead actor. <laughs> with David Arquette. It's not uh, No right Holds before, Barred. Right before David Arquette became the world champion for WCW. That's right. Yeah, people look back on that fondly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um,
2: but I can't appreciate a, a, a film like that. And this one just had
3: a little too, I don't know... It, I felt like I had too many characters. I felt like yeah. you, you're not, you didn't develop uh Cindy at, at all. C- well, no, Sandy, none of, none of the female. Yeah, it's not, like,
0: why is he in love with her? I thought like, it was like, she was a cheerleader. I thought it was a plan. Was
3: I thought Sandy showing back up was part of like Steve Zahn's plan. Oh yeah. And like, Oh, look who happens to be here. Yeah. And, 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 and it was weird that it wasn't now. If, if <laughs> to jump ahead to the end of the podcast, uh, this, this storyline would have made way more sense if Sandy was, like, part of their trio and at some point had to leave, like... All right, she was part of their Neil Diamond trio. Like the fact that they were so close with one another. Oh yes, and he didn't know she liked Neil Diamond.
2: Yeah, thank you. I right. thought that was kind of forced. Not since um, Jennifer Aniston proclaimed her love for samurai movies, for kung fu like, movies, in Office Space. Yeah. like is, is there more un- I unbelievable storyline? No, nobody who looks like Jennifer
3: Aniston likes kung fu movies. No, and nobody who looks like this girl
2: likes Neil Diamond.
3: <laughs> I would pause it. Uh, but th- even if she did. That's something that they would have shared, I'm sure, at some point. Yeah. With how much he loves Neil yes, Diamond. how close they were. That yeah. topic would have come up, I'm sure. Agreed. Um, but they don't find this out until like, what, six, seven years later mm-hmm. uh, when she comes back. And there's really nothing, there's nothing to this relationship. Like, they go out and have dinner. And I don't know what this restaurant is that they're having dinner at. It's like there's a table <laughs> and then a stairway that leads down and then people dancing. Like like waltzing with one another, and this is two thousand one. Why are people waltzing in a restaurant? Because we have to have a funny scene when he's getting when his nipples are being
2: electrocuted, uh-huh. uh, and everybody just thinks he. It's like the African animator ritual from, from uh, Can't Buy Me love. love. That's right. Yeah. Oh look, man! Look at him go! <laughs> Must be one of the new
3: moves. Uh huh. And then he ran thirty miles, chased after her, ran thirty miles to her <laughs> house. Seems implausible. And when she opens the door, she's like, "Oh hey!" Like. She was just pissed off at him. Yeah. And now she's thrilled to see him. He's like, I'm sorry. She Look, does. Like, she comes around. Sorry
2: to interrupt you. Yeah, but no. She comes around cool. very quickly on him. Uh-huh. for somebody who's about to commit herself to the
3: lord well that's the thing life. everything moves at like a lightning speed in is, this movie a big it's week. ludicrous speed big week for these characters they're having dinner for the first time and she's saying like if we're going to be in a relationship yeah, i was like what i was like had one walk we, along the boardwalk wait we, well, my
0: fiancé's dead don't be a nun
3: okay. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> she's like don't say judith if you say judith again i'm going to leave.' like she's getting pissed and honestly and this is what makes her a horrible person yeah. that he like keeps mentioning her this is his fiance who he thinks is dead now. Yeah. And she's like if you say that name one more time I'm yeah. out. Let the guy have his grieving. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe before we
3: decide to move in together. <laughs> and they're like, they're carrying a couch in together. Yeah. Uh, five days later. <laughs> Just, yeah, let's do this thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody's making perfect relationship choices, especially Steve on at the end of this movie. <laughs> I, you know what? I do like that little bait and switch. Yeah, dude. When they're running towards at, each other at the wedding and it's like, like they're kind of going like to embrace, slow-mo. and
2: she fucking Just smashes him
3: with a chair. She, yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. Across the face. Also, the theme of, or the song from The Jazz Singer. Yes. Yes. <laughs> They they also had the, the reference when they were uh they're in the van and Steve's on let's he's like, Oh yeah, they're they're off of America's Avenue or America Avenue. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's right. And you
3: start hearing the they uh-huh. coming to America. He even as
2: they're turning on, dude, he's like, We're coming to America. <laughs> <laughs> I'm show the street side.
3: Um that's kinda of funny. It's pretty funny. It's funny. I'm it's, not gonna overthink it's this. Not word. bad for yeah, exactly. For like kind of a mindless humor. I got enough laughs time. out of it. Yeah. Uh I think the uh the 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 per capita the the laughs uh, I think they come fairly steadily um, it's it's not highbrow but it's no, fun but
2: you know what I started to appreciate the film more when I realized just how dark of a comedy it was mm-hmm. like I, I maybe if they would have set that up a little sooner instead of just making it seem like another teen movie yeah but when they're pushing her car. Yeah. With her, with no, well, no, they no. dig up a dead, they voice. fucking exhum a, de- a corpse,
3: dude. And the, and the news story the next day where they do the whole story about Amanda <laughs> Pete dying in a car crash, and then like in, in an other unrelated news. note, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I I yeah. I felt like Jack Black's obsession with tits, um, yeah, was little... weird, especially when you think of the trajectory his character it's ends right. up like you know going. Turns out a... he's he's gay. Yeah, we guess I think. He marries Arlie Ermey. That's right, Coach. So, at the I, end, I guess. So
2: uh, here's a question I have: Like, is is that a is that like just so super progressive that it's like, hey, in our in our funny rom comedy, anybody can be gay because, like, do you think the, the LGBTQ community would appreciate that? No, probably not. I, I didn't no. think so either. No. But on uh, but on one hand you could make the argument it was like no they're they're you that even your high school coach could end up being gay. With one of his students. That's right. Maybe not there so we much got. that part. <laughs> I think
0: I think they would be more upset with the scene where she's convincing him he is gay and he's crying about yes. it. Like that would be the part yeah. where they'd be upset about. It's like, huh, it's why are point. you
3: crying about this? You know, this is it's it's who you are. Like it. Accept it. it's nothing to it. be ashamed of That's right. or to be sad about. Mm-hmm. Um so that's what I'm telling you, Joel. It's one <laughs> it Now that Jenna's left, you could tell it. <laughs> Joe, uh, I've always had feelings for you. <laughs> I know. Okay. I, I really can't think of anything else about this. Uh, this is going to be a short episode. Um, <laughs> do you guys have any other notes on this? Uh, just
2: that, uh, Danny, I have to give kudos to you because I think this was a great Arlie Ermy
3: tribute film uh, for us to watch. I was scared he wasn't going to come back. I thought like, so, right. too. I was like, oh, is he just the coach in the very beginning and like that's it? <laughs> And so for him to come back and be, like, an active part of the story, I was very happy to see that. Because, yeah, like, about 40 minutes go by, I was like, all right, so I guess Arlie Ermey's not. Yeah.
0: I do like when they're visiting him him in prison. There's like, I don't know, the victim's whiny family's project. (laughs) (laughs) And they're going along with it, like, what is their damn problem? (laughs) I do like that.
2: I love that we get to see him do things that I never thought I would see Arlie Ernie do. <laughs> shitting in the front yard, <laughs> shitting in the front yard, and using like um, the he reaches into the mailbox for toilet paper, <laughs> and then he kisses another man. He kisses Jack Black. It's a guy. good idea. Like for somebody who's such like a, a conservative role model, you know, a lot of the NRA members kind of yeah. point to. Hey, yeah, he's our hero.
3: Here he is. Kissing Jack Black, the, the crown jewel of his career. Yeah, that should be what the picture is that we put on Facebook.
2: But I loved it. I loved that it was a it was a bold choice. For, I could see him because up until this point, he had,
3: like we mentioned
2: earlier, kind of played the same type of character. And here was an opportunity for him to do like a flat out comedy. Yeah,
3: that I don't think he's done. This um this film is very similar uh to a couple other movies that I've seen and I don't know if you guys have seen these uh there was a movie with Danny DeVito and Bette Midler called Ruthless People yes where I think comedy. it's Judge Reinhold yep. and Bette Midler the girl who plays uh Supergirl back in the Helen Slater oh, Helen Slater they kidnap Bette Midler mm-hmm. and it's Danny DeVito actually hired them to do it so he could get the insurance payoff yep. or whatever love it uh and that's about people who kidnap someone and then like the the misadventures that follow. It also reminded me of the movie Airheads. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Steve Buscemi
2: and uh, Adam Sa- Adam Sandler? Yeah, Adam yeah. Sandler was in that.
3: Uh, Brendan Fraser. Judd yes. Nelson. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, fuck. Yes, he is in that, isn't yeah, he? Yeah,
3: but uh, another movie about like kind of taking people prisoner or hostage. Uh, and it's weird that there's this subgenre of film. Like, and I didn't think of it until I was watching this. I was like, wow, there there are several movies about people who get taken which in itself is... Super serious, uh, oh, yeah. you know. One of
0: my I, favorite uh, De Niro movies, King King of Comedy, where he kidnaps Jerry Lewis. Oh, that's right! Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah. Uh,
3: so it's it's funny that that's kind of a, a popular theme in film, and kind of keeps coming around generation after generation. Yeah, we all have to have our dark comedies. Yeah, and, and then there's room. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't very funny. <laughs> no. I tried watching it. And, uh, the Room, however. The, the Room is hilarious. Very funny. But Room with uh, Captain Marvel is Not a lot of laughs. kind of tragic. Yeah, um, I had
0: no idea what the movie was about when we went in to see it. So. What, Room? Yeah. Oh, oh, Jesus. Oh, wow. So I didn't know that like they eventually... like It was known that they escape and everything. Like, I was just That's going into this. Tense. You want to hear this situation? We saw Room that morning... We saw Spotlight later that day oh, because worst. we were trying to get all the Oscar movies out of it because oh. we used to see every Oscar well, you, yeah. well, that's on you then. You should but know that This was also the movies. day after we found out we were pregnant that we were not excited about. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> those was a terrible two days. What kind of world are we bringing this child into? I
2: was <laughs> oh, just like, why are we doing this? <laughs> no. Yeah, that is a horrible double feature. Yeah. yeah. I would not call Spotlight a palate cleanser no. from Room.
3: Definitely not a feel-good movie in no. the summer. No, no. Um, not like Saving Silverman. Saving Silverman's fun, man. Yeah, it's fun. The funnest comedy about kidnapping and almost murder. I think that there are a lot of things that you could do differently with this movie to improve on it. But for the most part, it, it's it's not a bad way to kill an hour and a half. And it's 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 just the right running time. At least the one that we watched. Yeah. Uh, What's it's, it's the director's cut that you saw? The R-rated version.
0: I can't. It's not that different. Okay. There's probably like three added scenes. Okay.
3: Okay. Yeah. Ours was like a. I think it was, uh, 90, it's ninety. I think it's ninety-one the added minutes.
0: scenes like there's one where he's getting fired from Subway like beforehand. It's like he's got all these kids he's training and they're all terrible, so uh-huh. they uh-huh. fire him for that. Like okay, it's all short and meaningless stuff.
3: Uh, the um, the scene where she breaks out and starts to like she's on the run. Yeah, and they're chasing after her. I thought that was good, but where this movie I thought excelled the most what were the moments like, like when they come back after they've met with Arlie Ermy and he says, you have to kill her and they come back in and they're both, uh, they're both holding the gun and they're, oh, they're yeah. threatening to kill her. It's a little real. That's yeah. where I like, I love that. I, I, not that it's real, but it's where I felt like the comedy was kind of smart. Like it was mm-hmm. at its smartest where it's like the, when the characters were really facing, like it, they knew they weren't going to make this choice, but they wanted to. And it, to me that lent a little bit of complexity to them. Like here are two goofy guys and their motivations are goofy. And now they're, they're considering killing somebody. <laughs> right. uh, they're considering ending someone. And was it his dart gun that they were still holding. Yeah, that's right. So they're going to just shoot her with a dart. And the
0: the dialogue in that scene where she's like, you're not going to do that. You never killed anybody. I was like, I killed someone before. I killed <laughs> Kevin Beckley. I love that like, Jack you Black. didn't kill Kevin Beckley. You died in a car wreck. Oh, she Kevin doesn't Beckley. know that. <laughs> Oh, and and Jack
3: Black has a few moments like that where he's on the phone with Arlie Ermine and he's like, "They're making us their girlfriends." And and Jack Black's like, "You had to wear a dress." <laughs> I, I want to meet him. Uh, yeah. Foreshadowing, huh? So, uh, yeah, that's um, that's it. If uh, what did uh, Saving Silverman do right?
2: Uh, I I really appreciated the casting. I'm not yeah. I'm really a huge Jason Biggs fan, but I thought Amanda uh, P was fantastic. Uh, I think obviously Jack Black and yeah, even Steve. I Zan. think Jack Black was. Probably the best part. Stand out, yeah. And I'm a, I'm a big Steve Zahn fan. I think he's always great in everything he does. Yeah? Yeah. Did you ever see Sahara? Uh, <laughs> okay, no. Uh, so I'll reserve judgment for that. But... Coming soon to an episode of the editing, man. Possibly. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey, right? Uh-huh. And uh, Pelambi Cruz. But he does a... Uh, he's one of the mocap monkeys in the last um, Planet of the Apes movie. Steve Zahn? Yeah. Oh, wow. Plays a monkey called Bad Monkey. And he's... Like, for a movie that's, that's fairly dark... He's he's like the comic relief, but he's great in it. Wow! But I like Steve Zon. So, um, good casting. What about you?
3: Uh, I have to. Uh, uh, I, I agree that some of the casting is is fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Jack Black in this movie. Mm-hmm. I love that Kyle Gas shows up. I liked Steve Zahn, too, uh, and and I felt like Steve Zahn um, carried this movie fairly well. Yeah, uh, he even, is the main character. Even though, yeah, even though it's Saving Silverman, and it's you know you, you're kind of led to believe that Jason Biggs is the the protagonist. Steve Zahn carries this whole thing, and I think he does it very well. He's um, He plays a character, which is funny in a, in a comedy like this, uh, he doesn't lose what his motivation is, uh, depending on the situation, where with movies like this, a lot of times you have a goofy character, and then suddenly like he acts uncharacteristic mm-hmm. just to kind of propel the plot along, right. and he doesn't. Everything kind of stays true. It feels true to his character. So uh, I guess... To narrow it down, I think what this movie did right with Steve Zahn. Wow. Yeah. What I'll do you agree. think? I
0: think the cat I'm casting. Like, I yeah, we're all agreed. Yeah, I don't think that's there's any first. characters. I was like, well, that's poor. Yeah, casting. Like, well, I guess because it's a stupid enough movie where it's yeah. like, eh, casting doesn't really matter. But even Sandy wasn't all yeah. that. Bad. Sandy wasn't all that. Oh, bad. Oh,
2: Sandy, and I haven't really seen her go on to do much else. Yeah.
0: But I think dude. she's in one of the uh, final destinations. Yeah. She gets the, hit by a bus. Well, she's, right? get, she's the Jesus. one that gets hit by the bus. Yes. Right? The very memorable scene. I haven't scene. seen any of those. What? Yes. Oh, spoiler I, alert. I, the first, first one's one. probably worth a watch. The but.
2: first one's great. It's a cool premise. It's I a know great what the premise. 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 It's a cool premise. You would dig it uh, yeah. uh, mostly. Be, dig it. Just because of the uh, the death scenes and the way that uh, yeah. they set up. They kind of zig when you think they're going to zag. Yeah. yeah. Do they subvert expectations? They do subvert expectations. What
3: did Saving Silverman do wrong?
2: Uh, just the humor. The humor is a little, um, little, little juvenile for me. And I, I, it's not even that I like juvenile humor, but one too many, of me like boob jokes. Uh-huh. And, uh, the one that kind of rubbed me the wrong way was just like the random Asian dude. Oh, and, uh, yeah. She's like knocking <laughs> on his door. Oh, like, I'm going the, to get the, get the lucky. lucky now. Yeah, and was... then
3: he falls down the stairs. Yeah, it
2: was kind of Mickey Rooney from uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's-ish. Yeah, except it wasn't was Asian, man. No. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. At least we've made some progress in that point. But That's I was just right. like, what? there's no other reason for that character to be Asian except that like, hey, Asian, you're funny, <laughs> right? Oh, pretty girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so maybe in the year 2018, not as woke. Yeah. As, uh... Stay woke. But again,
1: uh,
3: that's, that's a minor um I think that uh, what this movie did wrong was uh, just the the script itself, the writing, the the dialogue. Yeah, you mentioned that. The, the plot isn't bad. It's a plot that we've seen before, like I said. But the dialogue, the, the setting up of the characters. Um, I'm always a fan of somebody setting up the characters and their relationships without spelling it out. Mm-hmm and they are absolutely hitting you over the head with it. They're playing to the back of the room on like who's everybody, uh what are they in relation to each other, how long have they known each other? Uh you know, and in instead of kind of showing us skillfully through well-constructed dialogue, mm-hmm. it's it's very um it's just very slapped together it feels like. I you that.
0: Yeah, and then the plot pol- the plot points that you said like where she was mad at him and then 2 minutes later he's she's like, "Oh, okay." And then how is why is he out of jail? Like why is he why is Coach not back in jail? Just the random <laughs> yeah. the tiny plot holes like that. How did is he it...
3: know what wall the bust out to bust Jack Black and Steve Zahn out of prison? Yeah,
0: right. Can't think about that too hard.
3: <laughs> I'm going to. <laughs> Uh, I will say,
0: like, the dialogue wasn't great, but as bad as it was, like, it didn't keep me and my friends no. from running around the halls quoting it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Had at, I, at football games, you have no idea how many times we just sat there and went, coming in. here!" <laughs>
2: <laughs> he does. He does that twice, doesn't he? Uh,
3: no, yeah. Had I seen this movie 15 years ago, I, I would have been right there with you. His uh, The coach character did remind me of the coach from Not Another Teen movie, which I know you still haven't seen. Have no, you ever yeah. seen that movie? Where he, he takes, like, Chris Evans and he, like, body slams him. Every, little...
0: every two words. Out of his mouth is goddamn <laughs> God or whatever. God damn it! Oh
3: yeah, dude. Nothing like seeing Captain America get like a backbreaker by some like old coach. Um, all right, so if we were going to remake... Say, I almost said Sarah Silverman. Saving Private Sarah. We're going to remake Sarah Silverman. If we're going to remake <laughs> Saving Silverman now, how would we do it? Well, I have
2: a theme for mine. Yeah. Taking the cast from another movie. Okay. I supplanted it here, so uh, I can go
3: first or I can go last. Well, let's. Well, save I have Danny. a theme for mine too. Oh, we'll save Danny for so you go first. I'll go after you, and then Danny can wrap it up. Uh, I think that works well.
2: Uh, I recast using the uh, the cast from Mallrats, not as they are today. But as they were in 19... What, that was 98, maybe? Yeah, 97, 98. Uh, so uh, for the Jason Biggs character, I'm going to start from the top, go to the bottom. Darren. Yeah. Oh, how about Jeremy London, obviously. Yeah. He's kind of the straight man. Steve Zahn. I went with Jason Lee. I think he played play that part well. Jack Black. I'm going to make Kevin Smith mix Silent Bob the Jack Black character. Okay. And um, we just won't have a a... Uh, uh, a J. Thank you, J. Oh, my God. I'm getting old. Yeah. His name escaped me. Uh, but <laughs> What Judith,
3: is it? Ray and Silent Place. Jim? Silent, Silent <laughs> John.
2: Uh, Judith, obviously the Amanda Peet character. Who do you think? Lake Bell. No, Shannon Doherty. <laughs> Shannon Doherty, of course, uh-huh. uh, a, a bitch in real life. Yeah, oh, that's what I've heard. Uh, I mean, sorry, even that's though she's wrong. fighting cancer. Can't you know, call- oh, so. my God. What? Yeah. Oh, man, I feel awful. Cut yeah, that part out, Jeff. Yeah. She's a fine human being. All <laughs> oh, We all have our struggles. Sandy, <laughs> I'm going to go with the Joey, Joey Lauren <laughs> Adams. And proud we are of all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Joey Lauren Adams as the Sandy character. Not Trish the Dish? Uh no, and not um Stanley. Claire Ferlani. Claire Ferlani. Claire Ferlani. I, I, I thought about that, but she just doesn't seem like she would fit in that role. Whereas Joey Lauren Adams, yeah. she's bright and bubbly, right? Okay. Uh and then of course uh instead of early Ermy as the coach, Michael Rooker. The Rook. Michael Rooker. And then instead of Neil Diamond, of course, Stan Lee will be the celebrity. Stan Lee. He'll
3: uh, be chasing after Have you heard what they're doing with Stan Lee? Like, what's going on? Yeah, right his now? life sucks. Cutting him out yeah. of the films? What, his, what's going oh, on? No, 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 no. His, his family. His life. Yeah. His, oh, because his he
2: was uh, accused of some sexual harassment no, as well, no, right? No,
3: this is... Like, he's being like they're basically literally bleeding him dry yeah. what? stealing all his money they're stealing his, his family money is? Yeah. yeah and they're making him go do like comic book convention appearances Oh, no. And where most of the times he doesn't even know where he is anymore <gasps> oh no uh, they uh, they've they've taken blood out of him to put in ink that he is signing books with he's, wow. and then they're giving people certificates saying that like this book is signed with a special the blend of fuck? ink that contains Stanley's blood. So yeah. if we ever needed there's to recreate a whole, him. In... There's a movement going on on social media, like the hashtag Save Stan Lee. Oh, no. That's yeah. so sad. And it's, uh, it is, it's super sad. Aww. Um, saving, saving Stan saving Lee. Saving Stan Lee. Coming to a pocket sandwich theater stage. Yeah, there. right? Uh, all right. What do you got, Joe? Uh, I kind of I zigged a little bit where most would have zagged. My um, Saving Silverman, I have reverse genders. Ah, uh-huh. so um it is Sarah Silverman <laughs> then starting, starting with uh with my Jason Biggs character, Darren, gonna be played by Haley Steinfeld. Oh, I like her. Uh and the uh the JD character, that's mm-hmm. Jack Black, played by Mae Whitman. Oh yeah. Um Wayne, Steve's on, played by Sarah Highland. Who's that? modern family? Oh modern yeah, family. I love her. Um all right, so the Judith character mm-hmm. is uh, a dude now. It's gonna be a dude played by Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> All right, just because he's he seems like he's a handsome enough kid, uh-huh. but he also could be a little bit of a douche, or maybe a little like you could play him a bunch of different yeah, ways, like the Neil Patrick Harris, yeah, and then the Sandy, the mm-hmm. the the, the doe eyed, you know, good love interest, mm-hmm. uh, Ready Player One's Ty Sheridan. Oh yeah, like him, um, and then the uh, the coach. Uh-huh. Uh, I had two choices. All right. It would be either, well, my first thought was Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> instead, I went with someone who's already been a coach, Jane Lynch. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. Jane Lynch would be, uh, she's the perfect female Arlie Ermine. Yeah, she is, isn't uh, she? And the, uh, I'm sure she would take that as a compliment. Instead of Neil Diamond, mm-hmm. uh, it's either Cher or Madonna. <laughs> uh, and this whole thing directed by uh, Paul Feig. <laughs> Why? Because he likes that he did the oh, Ghostbusters that's thing. that's true.
2: That's true. Oh, my God. For a second, I thought you meant Kevin Feig.
3: Kevin Feig. Marvel's <laughs> Kevin Feig. What does he have to do with that?
2: Uh No, his brother.
3: <laughs> Not true. All right, Danny. What do we got? All Bring right. us home.
2: I have a
0: theme. It's probably going to be, be revealed pretty quickly. All right. So instead of Neil Diamond fans, they're Steve Winwood fans. <laughs> <laughs> Sandy... Sandy Perkis will be played by Mary Elizabeth Day, the waitress on Always Sunny. Oh, wow. Oh, I love her. Oh. Coach Norton will be Danny DeVito. Nice. Oh, God. Uh, Judith yes. will be Caitlin Olson. Yes, great. Wayne will be Rob McElhenney. Oh, J.D. will be Charlie Day. Oh, cool. my and God.
3: Darren will be Glenn Howerton. Holy shit. Nice. I love that. The Always Sunny crew. Uh, that's a great and idea. And they're just going to direct it themselves because that's what they do with their show. That's, that's fucking fantastic. I Guys, if it. you have any thoughts about Saving Silverman, how you would recast it, or if there's stuff that... Because I know we kind of burned through it a little bit. So if there's stuff that you've, you're like, wait, you didn't talk about this shit. Uh, you can always talk about it on our uh, our Facebook page. In the search function on Facebook, put in the Editing Bay. Find that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes. Click on that, and that's where you can talk back to us. and Let us know what your thoughts are. Uh, and if you have movies that you would like for us to consider talking about in the future, uh, you can go ahead and make your suggestions there as well. We've also got a website. Joel's going to tell you all about it. I'm going
2: to tell you what it's not, first of all. It's not the Editing Bay. It's uh, not Edit Bay. It's EditingBay.com. Please go there. Bookmark it. Anytime you want to know... Uh, anything about The Editing Bay. What's our Facebook page? What is our Twitter handle? I'll tell you right now. It's at The Editing Bay. When you follow us there, you're always going to be the first to know what movie we're talking about next week. You know that for sure uh, based on this week because we did not pre-announce it on last week's episode. We didn't. You had to go to the interwebs to find out we were talking about Saving Silverman. So all that and more on EditingBay.com.
3: Yeah. uh, We would also love it if you gave us a rating and a review that helps us out uh, bigly. As uh, our, our wonderful uh, president would say. Um, no, uh, it would help us out if you uh, go to your podcasting app, which you're probably using, to listen to this episode right now uh, and put in the the editing bay and give us a rating. A review five-star rating would be fantastic. And, uh, you know, what you like about the show, uh, tell us all about it. And then tell your friends, man. That's the most important thing. Tell your friends about the show. Help us grow this thing. Uh, and all that good stuff. So mm-hmm. um, next week. Yes. Yeah? I don't know whose pick it is because this
2: one uh, obviously was chosen by our lovely guest here tonight. Yeah. Well, and the untimely death of Arlene I'll Erme. pick next week's if you want. <laughs> like. Can't guarantee I'll be here. Uh, 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 so Joe, I don't know whose turn it is. If it's yours,
3: do you have one? Uh, I have one if not. I, well, mm-hmm. I mean, since this was supposed to be your pick. Yeah. Uh, but then we, we gave that up to the audience. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and let you get back on track. It, you look like you had one there, then. No, let's let you get back on track. get back on track. All right. Okay. We're going to get back on track.
2: We were talking about an actress, uh, Parker Posey, earlier, uh-huh. who is uh, in a little show now on Netflix, a Netflix exclusive, where maybe she does play the antagonist. Uh, it's the Lost in Space remake that they've rebooted. Uh, I don't even think it's a reboot of the reboot, it's a reboot of the actual tv show from back in the day uh-huh. a, a reimagining if you will but uh, i will i will back in what was that
3: 2001 another movie from <coughs> uh, the early aughts <Israeliteseur limitations> when they remade lost in <laughs> <fallen> space <suspicious> <although intriguing> uh, thinking it
2: was going to be a this is going to be a hit we're going to it was 1998 yeah dude holy shit yeah uh, thought it was going to set off another franchise. And, well, it uh, had Matt LeBlanc. In. Matt How LeBlanc. Have... <laughs> I almost, exactly. I was, because I was
3: going through my head, I'm like, Matthew Perry. No, not Matthew Perry. No, Matthew Perry. No, not Matthew Perry. The other friend. Matt, the other Matt. But also Oscar winner Gary Oldman.
2: Uh-huh. William Hurt. And
3: William Hurt. Hurt. Mimi Rogers. Oh. Heather Graham, who I forgot. Lacey Shalbell. Shalbell. And uh, that little boy. Yeah, that kid. <laughs> who went on to do.
2: Um, I don't know. So what are you saying? Not we're, lost in we're, space we're gonna, too. We're going talk about lost in space. Yeah, it's on Netflix now. Um, because of course they're trying to do a little cross promotion, and uh, I don't know if you saw that
3: one, Joe, but I did. I did. I saw it in the theater.
2: Yeah, yeah uh, it was not great. Um, and I have not seen it since. But I uh, figured it was the time we're, we're coming up on the summer blockbuster time of the year. And, yeah, uh, this was certainly attempting to be one. Uh, and people are thinking about Lost in Space nowadays, so why I not revisit awesome. the 1998 Lost in Have Space? Have you uh, seen the thing going
0: online about the current Lost in Space that's on Netflix the no. series? No, what's going on? Apparently the robot is hot. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, there's, there's a hot robot? Yes. Yeah? They're like, this robot has a nice ass. And like the whole thing on Twitter yesterday was like, I want to fuck that robot. So does Jason
2: Biggs. <laughs> <laughs> He'll fuck anything. He and the, the an, robot... I'm the pie fucker.
0: Inanimate. And the robot <laughs> is played by the dude who played Harry in Harry and the Hendersons.
2: What? Yes.
3: <laughs> and someone was like, that's a fuckable robot. I think you're just making shit up, Danny. You can't not right? on to our podcast. Well, it. I, I read it online. Lies. That makes it true, right? It must be true. Danny was right. dared before he came in. <laughs> what's and What's the craziest I, rumor you could Anna come Anna was with. like, tell them that there's a fuckable, sexy robot <laughs> that's played by Harry from Harry and the Hedges. Uh,
2: also, uh, Marilyn Manson, you know who that guy is? He yeah, I've was, heard uh, of him. He was uh, Fred Savages from The Wonder Years. He, he was, was Paul. his he Paul. That's right. He grew up, became Marilyn Manson remove two ribs to, That's right, to, be able suck, to suck his own, own <laughs> just like Steve's on in Saving Sonderman and it
3: all comes back there around there you go Jeff thank you so much yeah. Danny thank you very much yes. for joining us Good I know be here. Thanks for having uh, it's me. been so long uh, guys you could find uh, what uh, plug your do uh, yeah. uh, you have something coming up any
0: oh yeah Russell uh, shows Mineral Wells on May 19th on I don't even know where I am May 20 something <laughs> whatever the last Sunday in May is I'll be at Southern Junction and Royce City. Ooh, uh-huh. June 9th, I'm in Waxahachie, mm-hmm. and uh, June twenty fourth. I'm in Deep Ellum. That's going to be a fun one. Very Deep, nice. Deep Elm Art Company. Defending that you're you're champ still, right? Still there we go. I'm defending it on May nineteenth, and if I still have it,
2: uh-huh. wink wink. I'm defending it again on the twenty fourth. <laughs> <of June. laughs> But you never, any given Sunday, you never know how these <laughs> matches turn out. Um,
3: okay, so, uh, dude, what are you doing, man? taking a little oh, photo God. for the website oh, so people God. can see the uh, the guns on our lovely guests. I know, dude, oh, seriously. Look at that guy. It's gorgeous. Why are you, why are you trying, trying to, to get you in? Don't get me <laughs> in, in I'm the setting shot. The... I'm going to do a <laughs> selfie. He's all fit and fucking ripped dude, and you're trying to get me in the
0: fucking shot? I might be fit. I'm not ripped.
2: That's horrible. <laughs> Photoshopping myself. Out
3: uh, of I'm going to plug uh, Sweeney Todd at the Pocket Sandwich oh, Theater. Is this the last uh, one? No. Next week is our final week. We close on May 12th. Uh, but yeah, guys, pocketsandwich.com is where you can get your tickets. Um, Sweeney Todd, The Fiend of Fleet Street. It's not the musical, uh, it is the popcorn tossing melodrama. More super, enjoyable. I would super say. fun to play uh, a, an obnoxious Frenchman. Uh, and then later on in the show, I play uh, a lunatic in, in, in an asylum, and uh, I get to play around with that. But, yeah, come on out, throw some popcorn at the actors. Uh, We're going to come out recently. again tomorrow, actually.
2: Oh, are you? Going with Walt and Shannon. they got got oh. some comp seats, so uh, cool. never miss a free opportunity to see you
3: perform on stage. Oh, good, because so. we've added some stuff to the show. Oh, interesting. Oh, dude, guys, if you get the chance, it's probably sold out at this point, but if you can come see the final Saturday on May 12th, that's Shenanigans Night, mm-hmm. whenever people do popcorn melodramas. Uh, that's where the actors just start adding their own shit. (laughs) Uh, and so it should be should be a good time can't wait do you have anything you want to plug no just to uh, stick around uh, post credits of this episode
2: if you want to hear our hot infinity war talk yeah that we uh, we didn't want to spoil it at the beginning also known as
3: our warm up (laughs) as we were just sitting here kind of trying to talk and get into the groove
2: yeah but if you haven't seen the movie yet this is your time to tune out but if you have you want to hear some of our thoughts from our
3: theories seriously stick around stop listening now that's right if you haven't seen infinity war you've been warned Uh, All right, Joel thank you very much very much buddy. Thank you, sir. We'll see you guys next week for Lost in Space. Running
1: around, banks, all on the uh,
3: Alright, so uh so Infinity War. Infinity War. Skip to the end for spoiler we, talk. We've, but all, for now, we've we've all seen it. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah. Not the
2: best Marvel movie. Well, okay, so why why would you say that?
3: Uh I think because I think there was a little too much of a balancing act going on in this movie. Yes. They were trying too hard to kind of now finally put everyone together. That there were some points that felt a little bloated. Uh, there some were Some storylines more interesting than well, others, story maybe. Well, some storylines were more interesting than others. Um, I'll tell you, man, Peter Jackson did really well in juggling like three different storylines when he put his uh, Lord of the Rings movies True. together. And uh, this one, it wasn't quite so seamless. And also, I might be alone on this. I felt like some characters acted uncharacteristically. Oh yeah! Uh, just to move the plot along, the whole Star Lord thing, where they're they they're beating oh, him down and they're getting, yeah. taking the glove, and he's like, yes. "What? Where's Gamora? He wouldn't have. Done what did that. you do?" I feel like the mission at hand would have come first, right? And it would have, been, and then afterwards, he would have realized, like, wait a minute, where it, is she?
2: It does take away from now. He has to go on and, and have
3: his own movie again,
2: Guardians of the Galaxy Three, yep. and and it's going to be hard to look at him and be like, dude, you you fucked it up. Yeah, you
0: fucked it up. And speak it. Can I raise my hand for Guardians? Um, because I haven't talked comic books with anyone really other than my wife. Um, <laughs> what does that have... conversation sound like? <laughs> <laughs> Hard to explain, but I didn't like Volume Two. Oh, I was not a fan of Volume Two.
3: It's not as good as Volume it's One. Definitely not as good as the first one. Yeah. Uh, what didn't you like about it? It felt what like. Did it do wrong?
0: From what I remember, <laughs> like it just seemed like it was kind of slow the whole time, and then there was never really a big pickup. For right. It. Like,
3: I think I see. I see what you're saying. My issue with. And it, I also
0: saw it probably two months ago.
3: <laughs> oh! Oh! Wow. After everybody. Well, that's okay. Did you have it spoiled for you or anything? Was it? Was there anything spoiled? Only the
0: Mary Poppins quote. Oh, oh yeah, That <laughs> was all over Facebook. That's true.
3: I think the thing that the first. Movie I think I knew.
0: I think I knew that uh, Michael Michael Rooker dies too. <gasps> yeah. Oh really? Spoiler alert! <gasps> <Yeah. for>, uh, <laughs> the, the, the
3: first movie had such a great Yondu. sense of scope where they kept going to like different places yeah. and you know it was an adventure it was a journey whereas this one started off with a big fight and then they were basically on kurt russell's planet for an hour and a half right. and they it didn't really they didn't go anywhere it didn't really do anything it was um it was a much more personal story that was that was presented in a much grander scale like it like you felt like it needed to go somewhere and it didn't so in that respect, I kind of i I wouldn't say I didn't like it, but it, I definitely didn't. And also, like it as much again, the first like I way.
0: saw it after everybody, so I was like, I have all the because, like you know, with a kid now, we don't get to see everything we used to get right. to see all yeah. the time. I still haven't seen Spider Man. Oh, oh, yeah,
2: that must have been very confusing for uh, <laughs> Infinity War. No,
0: I, that was spoiled all over the place. Oh yeah, yeah, right. that
2: one. But you didn't recognize his friend on the bus at the beginning, though, No, did I you? did. Did I, you I that, knew
0: that, that Yeah, I remember him from that. That
3: may be my favorite cameo from <laughs> Infinity War, just he, the two seconds. You you mean Benicio Del Toro? Wasn't He's done two movies in a row now with Disney that he's gotten a paycheck on and really didn't do anything. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He did more than that kid. That's a good point. <laughs> he, he did do more than that kid. Well, he had a bit of an accent in Star Wars. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> he did a little bit of work. He's too busy focusing on Sicario 2 <laughs> with Thanos. That's right. Yeah. The old Josh Brolin. So Infinity War. Yeah. Uh so so those that's kind of my gripe about it, is that it felt a little bloated, a little uneven. But for the most part, liked it. I did like it. It wasn't oh, yeah. a bad movie. It just wasn't my favorite Marvel film. You were comparing it to like the Lord of the
2: Rings trilogy, and I would defend that by saying, uh like that is one complete story just split into three movies. Sure. Right? And true. three books. They really had like a, a book per movie or a movie yeah. per book. This one was twenty different stories, twenty different characters right. that they had set up, mm-hmm. and now everybody kind of has to have their part. I actually think that they did a pretty good job. I mean, some people kind of get the shaft, like Groot doesn't really get to do anything until that one moment where yeah. his arm becomes the,
3: uh, the the hammer. Let me ask you this: Ask me if Groot is one of the half that disappears. Mm-hmm. Does oh, Thor's hammer still have a handle?
2: Uh, oh, that's a good point. Well, they're they're kind of uh, they're iffy with the, how the whole space time continuum works, right? Yeah. It's not like they're. He went backwards
3: in time, and they, they were just all born. born. Yeah, they're they're just there, and now, and they're, now gone. they're gone. They've been turned into ash. I didn't so. like the way they did that. I didn't like the leafy thing. I would have preferred they just, like, Marty McFly phased out, like, just oh, really? started to disappear. Yeah, but it's so yeah. much more... Uh... Leafy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Infinity War with 100% more leafs. More leafs. <laughs> um, no, it was so much... On the wind. More uh, devastating to see that happen. Yeah, and they didn't just like poof and everybody's gone. You got everybody kind of had their little moment. Oh my god, Spider-Man disappearing with a gut
3: wrenching. <laughs> it, it's so hard to watch. watch. But we saw. But we watched it happen like seven times. And so to what? the point where to the point where I, oh. I I felt a little desensitized to it by the time it came to Spider Man, but it was kind of like a who's going to disappear in this next shot? Who's going to disappear? Is yeah. it going to be Bucky?
2: Is it? Gonna... I was waiting for Captain America to go. I think
3: everybody was waiting for Captain America to go because they've been they've been building. They did the old switcheroo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of the main Avengers from the first Avengers movie are still with us. Yep. That's right. Coincidence? Yeah. You think? No. Okay. No, I think that's that is the <laughs> well, complete wherever, story.
2: Wherever Hawkeye is. Oh, yeah. which apparently we find out about in uh, Ant-Man and, and the Wasp. And the Wasp. Mm-hmm.
3: And, uh, and, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Me, me too. I, uh, I'm i thrilled to see this second Infinity War, or whatever they're going to call it, uh, be the movie that highlights the new characters That's going that will be moving forward into the next phase. Phase yeah. four, I guess. Yeah, I think that's going to be fun because we've spent a lot of time now with these characters. And we've kind of established that, like, well, you know, they all have some fun movies. Yeah. Um, the Thor ones have finally picked up. <laughs> yeah. uh, Went out on a high note. I mean, Captain America's films have always been solid. Mm-hmm. They've always been the best ones. Yeah. I agree, absolutely. Um, Iron Man's kind of <laughs> saw a steady decline <laughs> from from the first one. You know, he kind
2: of had a little dip because um, I think that second one, uh, that third one, actually has grown on me a bit. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, that second I saw one was no and place. Kicked it out of my mind. Yeah, really.
3: dude, I, I'm not a fan of either of those sequels. I
2: think it's a better film than that second one.
3: I went back and rewatched the first Iron Man and was shocked at the opening title screen because I totally forgot that was a Paramount film. Oh, really? Yeah, that's before they had the Marvel Studios. Yeah, before Marvel Studios. When did that appear? That was Captain America. Captain America. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, you think I'm right? You're the one that said it. (laughs) (laughs) I I agree with me. Uh, So, okay. Any any other thoughts about it?
2: Oh, um, well, you you mentioned like everybody um, disappearing away in the ash. Um, and, and just by the time like the the theater's quiet and you're kind of starting to recover and they're going through the credits and then what do they do they show you know Avengers Infinity War and then they blow the title away at Ash and I was like no it's too soon guys to too yeah. soon for you guys <laughs> yeah to
3: be using that effect again what did you really how cheap. did how did you feel about the after credit sequence.
2: Uh, Well, I'm, I'm so glad, and I told Jenna, I'm so glad you were there to fucking explain what that was. <laughs> that was on his pager. And, well, one, it's it's nice to see Sam Jackson back in here because he's kind of disappeared in the yeah. last couple of films. You're and he disappeared in this one? Is he, I wasn't sure if his contract had expired. Like they, they were just going to write him out of the series or if they had a, a bigger plan for him. And apparently they do, uh-huh. or at least he'll appear. I hear they're uh, uh, going to be de-aging him. Yeah, have you seen set photos? Patrick Stewart with those little balls on his face and everything. Yeah, there's
0: set photos of the Captain Marvel movie where they've got him looking 20 years younger. Oh, that's right, because it takes place in the 90s. I Mm -hmm. forgot about
3: that. I think it's brilliant what they're doing with these actors, uh, you know, behind the scenes or off screen. Where Sam Jackson's like posting on Twitter about, no, no one's called me. I'm not. They they haven't (laughs) called me to be part of Infinity War. Uh, I can't believe they didn't put me in Black Panther. You know, yeah, right? <laughs> and and so and it's convincing. You're like, oh, he must be on the outs now. And then he shows up at the end, uh-huh. which was also, Kobe Smalders and Sam Jackson aside, that after credit sequence, I think was very important because it shows the gravity, right. of like what's actually happening it in the world. Didn't just right happen
2: now. in the scenes that we saw in the film. Mm-hmm. It's presumably happening everywhere. It's going to have wide uh, spreading consequences that, I, and apparently, will be touched upon in Ant Man and uh, the Wasp and the Wasp. Well. That'll be the, the, the white, white Anglo. It was
0: kind of ruined for me because someone I can't remember who it was, but someone posted that was the greatest after credit scene ever. And then I saw it. I was like, No, no, wasn't it? Really? What What
3: is your favorite after credit scene in a Marvel movie? Well, I Ooh. was thinking
0: about that earlier today, and I think after Captain America, where you just got kind of an Avengers trailer. Yes, that, that's the first. I'm, I got to think back of what all the other ones were, but
2: I remember the the, the Thor appearance at the end of Iron Man. I guess uh-huh. where it was, it just showed the hammer. Yeah. Uh was it meow, 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 Mjolnir? Mjolnir? Mjolnir in uh like the center of a field. Sure. And that was kind of the first time. It, it may not be the best one, but it was it was like the first because uh-huh. it's like, "Oh, they're they're literally tying this together. We're seeing scenes w- with other characters in at the end of this film. Mm-hmm. They're not kidding about tying this whole universe together." Yeah. Right.
3: The the end of Captain America one was good. I think I'm still a big fan of the end of Guardians with Howard the Duck. <laughs> when when Cosmo shit. comes over that and like count. licks the collector and he's like or he drinks out of the cup he's like you let him drink out of the cup like that that's gross <laughs> you
2: uh, know I, I will tell you my least favorite is the one where they introduced the collector yeah I it was at yeah. the end of uh, the Avengers that, oh, the of that was Avengers?
0: Uh, Thor Dark World mm-hmm.
3: yeah because it was oh, set yeah. up
0: for Age of Ultron with the, that's right.
2: the
3: twins that's right Oh wait no 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 it was, um, no, it was Thor because it was the ether or whatever they were talking about that that was the end of Captain America Winter Soldier where they, I showed, think, the where they okay. showed the twins well no because they were in Captain America Winter Soldier no no that was they Age weren't. of Ultron it was Age of Ultron yeah I'm yeah. getting mine mixed up wait <laughs> but didn't that come after no can Summer someone please put together all the after credit sequences into <laughs> one clip I'll do it <laughs> oh dude I show I I didn't show Danny this yet um I'll show you afterwards okay uh, a friend of mine so. I don't know if you saw this video on Facebook. Uh, I got Harper a little Infinity Gauntlet toy. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's adorable. And so, um, let me see. I'll, I'll yeah, try this is pull spoiler up right Yeah, I'll pull this up right Hey, now. while you're pulling that up, uh, mm. before we get too far away,
2: the, the Doctor Strange, th- it was not really a theory, but it's something that Jen had picked up on when we watched it a second time, because we were kind of fuzzy as like, who disappeared, who sticks around, who doesn't? Um, and there's that one scene with Doctor Strange where he's kind of doing his meditation thing, right? Looking and into the looking future. into the future. It's all he's possible. like I saw 14 he was being million Nick Cage, and only exactly, uh, and only one of them uh, do they win. Uh-huh. And then we realized, oh, he totally, because like, I thought it was kind of a, a dick move, like he just kind of hands over the time stone, right? Yeah, yeah, or gem, yeah, to save Stark. And it's like, well, here he is talking about like the greater good and doing, you know, sacrificing for the greater good, and he kind of seemed like he was saving his friends. He was he he was sacrificing himself. He for was the sacrificing greater himself group. because uh-huh. it, uh, either that's right Stark. somehow yeah. involves Stark, yeah, or involves him dying. Either way, he sacrificed himself in the hopes that that one out of fourteen million. I don't know. It, it, it totally turned me around on that character because I kind of went from
3: on the Doctor Strange character. Yeah,
2: well, yeah. Well, just in this film because mm-hmm. you know because the Star Lord didn't have that kind of turn. He just seems like an asshole who
3: fucked everything up. <laughs> yes, whereas. <laughs> Doctor Strange kind of seems like he's got something greater in in mind. Um, I I liked, literally mind. I liked the bit where they first uh, when they first had Thor on the the Milano, and he's starting to like he he's meeting all the Guardians and that whole like alpha male thing going on between Thor <laughs> and Star <laughs> Lords. of uh, the Drax calls him a, an angel pirate, <laughs> a pirate angel. He's like the child of an angel and a pirate. <laughs> it's like you are a dude. This is a man. <laughs> I stand completely still. <laughs> <laughs> to appear almost invisible. All right, here's uh, a friend of mine just kind of slapped something like this together for me, uh, and narrate for
2: the listener, if you will,
3: Joe. So it's Harper holding the Infinity
2: Gauntlet. <laughs> <laughs> She pushes one of the buttons, one yeah, of the jumps. She's gems. laughing
3: at it, and then it cuts to the footage of Spider-Man <laughs> fading away. <laughs> Harper killed oh, Peter, Parker. Peter Parker. Peter no. Parker! <laughs> that's what I wanted to do when I was watching the movie. <laughs> Thank you no, for No, Mr. Refraining. Parker! <laughs> oh, God. All right, so... I'm curious mm. what you think as someone who hasn't read the books. Sure. What do you think is going to happen? Well, next? as 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 impactful as I said that
2: ending sequence was, watching all your favorite characters disappear. Oh man, what do you think the all the people who are behind uh, Black Panther now? Like, oh, finally we got to we who here's our hero, and then just <laughs> we just watch him go. Well, up that's and something that
0: kind of killed it for me because like all these guys have sequels set up. Right? Yeah. So yeah. it's like, exactly. okay, you know exactly. something's happening. And right?
2: that is my point. It's hard to care too much because it's like, we already yes, know we there's know. a Spider-Man 2. We already know there's a Guardians of the Galaxy 3. We already know there's a Black Panther. Mm-hmm. So it's like, th- if they wanted to be a little more coy about it, a little more smart about it, they would have. They wouldn't have released any of that. Not even. Well, you can't keep that shit under wraps. Well, that's kind of why, every, why
0: everything is untitled Marvel movie now on the schedule. That's mm-hmm.
2: right. Good point. They um, finally
0: figured out, hey, this is the way to go. And we shouldn't
2: spoil it. Yeah. Although, uh, somebody should tell Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> Give him some of these clues. Do you? Uh, did you see the uh, somebody unearthed a clip from like nine months ago where he was doing an interview on like Good Morning America, and he totally like spoiled the end of Infinity War. Oh, did he really? It's, yeah. it's like him and Do- have you and seen the clip there? Yeah. yeah. And Don Cheadle's just like can't believe what's happening. He's like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> have Mark, you, did you see Rumble. the one with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch and uh,
0: Spider Man? Like, oh yeah, pretty like, him? <laughs> there's like four different clips of the two of them together from different junkets, uh-huh. and like. Tom Holland will start talking about something and he's just like, that, <laughs> that,
2: He just like cuts him off now in interviews because he knows he's going to spoil something. Uh, but Mark Ruffalo seems so, uh, he was like, am I in trouble? And he's got his hands and his That's head. That's too head funny. Oh my God. Yeah, look that up. That was good. Uh, uh, but anyway, it's hard to care um, when we know, <laughs> and they should have been smart. They should have killed off Captain America, Tony Stark, yeah. like the ones that we, but I think know think don't that's have the other ones, films. But coming. those
3: are the ones that people were assuming were going to die, well, yeah. so they subverted <sighs> <expectations. laughs> it's Just l-
2: like the Last Jedi,
3: <laughs> I guess it's a no win situation.
2: Except, I, I, like, we already know there's a stone that turns back time. We've yeah. seen it happen and alters now. reality exactly. Yeah. So, and oh, if you've oh. seen
0: set photos there's of there. the next one, then mm-hmm. oh, have you? Yeah, I have. What do you? They yeah. were they came out like in January. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, because they
2: filmed it the back to back, didn't they? Yeah, what's what's been spoiled? Oh, just so we see more of these characters. Yeah, so. well,
0: okay. they're all in their old uniforms and Thor oh. has hair. And
3: interesting, yeah, dude. Oh, so oh, they're going way way back. So, the way way back. That's it's <laughs> a weird crossover, man. That's crossover <laughs> universes. Um, so even though I felt like it was a little imbalanced, and I know there's talk about how like the Spider-Man part is like such a touching part of the movie, uh, there was a scene in this film that like gripped me and. Um, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that they they played Thanos with the proper complexity, like what he has in the comics. Yeah. Uh, and well, he wasn't such a mustache twirler like he was in Guardians of the Galaxy. But I
2: heard, yeah, or any other time we've seen him. Yeah. But I hear in the comics, it's
3: kind of a lame motivation. Like it's more about him impressing death, right? It not well, have anything to do
2: with him trying to balance the force. It's, yeah,
3: it's him impressing death, uh, which I thought was going to end up leading to uh, the Kate Blanchett character being connected to it somehow. Ooh, because she was the that. goddess of death. In, oh, in Ragnarok, she would have been the one he falls in love with. She would have been with. the one he falls yeah. in love with. Oh, I like that um, idea, but they didn't. But they didn't do Couldn't that. Couldn't afford her. But when, when he it. he snaps his fingers and everything goes like dark, and then it, the light comes up, and it's just like it's him and Gamora, young Gamora in that pagoda, like the afterlife. And she turns around and she's like, "So did you do it?" Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah." What did it cost? Uh, and like that part, like just yeah, that part it, moved me for some like it, it, cost it, it was a punch in the gut. Yeah. Uh. It, it, along the same lines of when he ends up having to sacrifice Gamora, yeah, and he's he's got he's tearing up, and she's like, "That's right, see, you feel so sorry for yourself that you finally get to the end and you can't claim your prize." And Red Skulls all he's like he mourns he for do, you. He doesn't mourn for he's not crying for himself. Yeah, uh, like that was. I was happy to see that because yes. I love the Thanos character, and if, even though his motivation in the comics is like I'm in love with Lady Death, there's still a complexity to him, mm-hmm. and there's. uh there's a mentality that's almost. Um, I don't want. To, I don't want to ruin anything. But there's a mentality that's that's almost subconscious to him. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is there is a good person in there, uh, and he's I, like the Darth Vader I, of this universe. I, yeah, huh? kind of in in a way, maybe. Um, or was that Kurt Russell? <laughs> 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 I'm your father, Peter. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's. That's yeah, because if they're end. going to, as in the com- well, I don't know how much we want to spoil. We can spoil the movie, but spoil, we can't spoil the movie, the but not spoil the
2: comic. It just seems like he, if he's ever like, uh, we were having that conversation afterwards. Like, who you know, who's going to defeat him? How are they going to finally kill him? And what if the answer is nobody? What if he kind of comes around on his own and decides to undo all of his doings? Yeah, that th- that would be the only way it would be plausible is to make him semi sympathetic. What, if? Semi-sympathetic. what, what if? if or what if. Somebody does actually defeat him. Okay. Well, that's probably what's going to happen. Because everybody fucking hates him at this point. Like, you have to... Yeah. He has to have his comeuppance. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, any anything else on that? No. I enjoyed it. Saw it twice. Better the second time. Really moves... Doesn't feel like a two and a half hour no, long film, not. I thought. It moves no. along a pretty good clip. I know uh, it was daunting. Um, the task that they had uh, ahead of them to tie all these stories together. Some more successful than others. Sure. Um, the Thor... The, the, the reasoning for a ra- raccoon. I was going to call him rabbit. Rabbit. <laughs> and uh, group to go along with Thor uh-huh. wasn't very believable. It was just like, hey, I'm going to go. You guys want to come? Sure. Like, there wasn't a lot of motivation there. Well, I wouldn't see that happening. In... They
3: had to split up. He had to get to the forge or yeah, but whatever. you need a better reason for them to go along with him. It was a weird motivation, especially when you consider that at the end of Ragnarok, he learns he doesn't need the hammer. The power's inside him. Right. Then you get into Infinity War and it's like, oh, oh shit, I, I need a hammer. I actually do need a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> um... I'll tell you though I'm glad that Groot and Rocket went with him and the moment when he arrives back on Earth in the middle of that battle yeah, that that's cool. a fist pumping moment right there Holy shit like that that's amazing and also when Winter Soldier picks up Rocket Raccoon and they and have that. Spinning like, them around. That, I never realized I needed a Rocket Raccoon Winter Soldier team up until that moment. Right. It was so cool. I don't think any of us did. Bet that didn't happen in the comics, huh? <laughs> How much for the arm? <laughs> yeah. I'll get that get arm. That arm. <laughs>
2: uh, still one of my favorites. Uh, all right. All so right. I guess uh, that's go, it. Now go go see Infinity War if you haven't already, you or, or see s- it
3: or see it again. There you for go for the first for time. the first time. <laughs> just, just keep
0: seeing it until next year.
3: That's right. On in, in Infinity. Yes. <laughs> yes.
2: All right. We'll I didn't know how we want I don't know how we want to end that. <laughs> and and.
3: Cool. And <laughs> and and. Oh. oh.
2: <sighs> there's Joe going off in the
3: wind. It's my You're, leaf blower. Oh, I thought you were being <laughs> vacuumed it's, it's up. My, it's my leaf blower. <laughs> <laughs> I like to imagine like outside Wakanda. There's right? like there's a grounds crew with like leaf blowers. Like what the fuck happened over? Here? <laughs> All these these. Have you, have you seen? Have you seen all the
0: memes that people have created with the people disintegrating? I no. saw the
3: SpongeBob one. <laughs> yeah,
0: there's one with from WrestleMania 24 with Shawn Michaels hugging Ric Flair because <laughs> uh, it was Ric Flair's quote unquote retirement. Because then he unretired like 12 times after <laughs> that. It just goes off. There's one it. of Napoleon Dynamite when he's saying "I don't feel so good" and he's disintegrating. <laughs> <laughs> that one made me laugh the hardest. I think. Oh,
3: shit. No, I have to look that up. Good. I haven't times. seen them. All right. <laughs> Wakanda forever. Boom. Or maybe till, you know, (laughs) 2019. We'll take a break. Wakanda on a break till 2019. (laughs) Wakanda paused. (laughs) Uh, All right. You've been
0: listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.